<clears throat> what up, what up, what up, what up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Sports Made Simple with your mans, with the mandem, with the smartest zombie in the world, the Negro-minded zombie. Yeah, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, so much has happened since the last time we last spoke, or I was last on the show. Um, And I missed... Last week's show because of a lot of technical shit. And when we mean technical in South Africa, we're talking about load shedding. This is getting fucking ridiculous, man. But anyway, you know, we hope we'll give the government the benefit of a doubt that they'll be able to sort this shit out in the next few years. You know, before it becomes very detrimental to the economy in the long run. As it is already. Because things are not looking great, but... Not here to talk about all that technical stuff. You can listen to my brother talk that smack on Friday if you need to hear all that. But today I'm going to be talking about like two things basically. One, um, a sport that's not very familiar to us in Africa, um, which is American football. Because we call football the other thing where you kick the ball around for 90 minutes and there's 11 players on each team. Some players have Lionel Messi. I mean, some teams have a player named Lionel Messi. Some teams have a player named Cristiano Ronaldo. Some other players just have Jose Mourinho as their manager who plays some really boring football and still manages to lose while defending for 120 minutes. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, before we get into football, I just need to talk about football, as in association football, what we are used to, soccer, if you're American. Disky if you're South African, you know, um, football if you are, you know, from the other countries, you know, Brazil, you know, Portugal. What the fuck is going on in the FA Cup, man? You know, um, can't say there were any surprises. Uh, Man United went through. It wasn't comfortable, but they went through. Spurs, on the other hand, they didn't go through. City obviously went through. City has been having a very... So when I mean City, I'm talking about Manchester City. Um, they've been having a, a very few good, very good weeks. Um, considering that they just beat the defending champions, I think, 3 or 4-1. Yeah, 4-1. They beat them 4-1. Um, in Anfield, um, this is after they lost to Burnley in Anfield. who or coincidentally broke their record of the longest home run, I think, that they've had in their history. Um, and in that run, they obviously won the Champions League, they won the Premier League and all that. So, it, I mean, it's, it's okay, I guess. But Liverpool is not doing well, man, you know. I mean, besides the injuries that they suffered, but you could kind of see the team that they were building. And the gen press, for me personally, as a lover of soccer or association football, is not my favorite formation. For people who understand, like, you know, coach talk and football manager talk and, you know, just tactics in general, the gen press is basically where all 90 of your play- I mean, all team, all your players, the pitch press the like they they press the the position for 90 minutes until that they lose the ball so the idea is to pressure play those people push them back so that they can try and play the ball forward so kicking the ball hoofing it about you could say 
So that's basically what Liverpool have adopted their style of play on. And it's a general thing, like, amongst the German coaches. You know, Flick plays the Gen Press with Bayern Munich. It's just that Bayern Munich happens to have very, very, very fast, dynamic wingers, a very, very intelligent striker, very, very, very powerful midfielders and a very good central attacking mid. Or they use a centre forward who plays the false nine. Whereas... You know, even Liverpool used the same formation, but more in a 4-3-3 type of formation, which also kind of turns into a 4-2-3-1. Where it compel- That's why they have the fullbacks that they have, who operate more like wingers instead of fullbacks. So they play the wingback type of thing. So with that kind of play being sustained over a couple of years, it's been shown in... Obviously, in Jurgen Klopp's play, he's been exposed. Um, it still doesn't take away from the fact that he won Liverpool their first Premier League in 30 fucking years and won them their sixth Champions League. Can take that away from him. Makes him one of, if not the best coach Liverpool has ever had. Probably in this, in this current generation, he's the best. In their history, maybe there's people who've been better, but I highly doubt it. He is the best that they've had. So, but with the gen press, the problem is you need depth because when teams start to figure it out, it becomes very, very catastrophic. Um, usually, you can counteract the gen press with pressing of your own or using counterattack in football where you become very conservative. It, this is coach talk, but long story short you could see it in man city because man city is very relentless in the attack they play they take attacker or possession based football where they move the ball around a lot you know today i think i'm just going to be talking tactics in different sport if need be but yeah they move the ball around a lot um they don't the ball does not stay on one player for more than at least 10 seconds it's like hot potato and then they, in the box, they finish. That's what they do. They don't look for space. As soon as they get into the box, they shoot. And it produces great results. Because they currently don't play with a pure number nine, the striker. Aguero has been injured for, like, God knows how long. Sergio Aguero, for those who don't know who I'm talking about. Sergio Kun Aguero. Um, possibly Man City's best striker ever. Yeah. And one of the best that I've I've seen play the game. Incredible, incredible striker, you know. So, that's how they play. And then you have Man United that don't use one type of tactic. Because when they use the one tactic, which is similar to the Gen Press, when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer took ranks at Man United, or Manchester United rather, he kind of moved away from it because he saw a lot of his players sustaining very bad injuries where he was using a, you could say a, a very weakened team that didn't have a Matic or Paul Pogba in it and at, at the time anyway and didn't have the the, 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 the talent of Marcus Rashford you know you had you were forced to see you know Daniel James who's much more of a uh, player that relies more a lot on his pace rather than his skill you know, not a bear, he's not a terrible player. He's just not bearable to watch in these kind of conditions where wingers are known to be, you know, either lethal goal scorers 
or to be very prolific goal scorers rather or to be very very intelligent assisters of the ball you know winging being a wing player is far more than running with the ball for 90 fucking minutes it's far more than being a speed merchant now it's become so different you know because of the likes of your Lionel Messi and, and, and Cristiano Ronaldo's who have changed the game and now because I've spoken about changing the game let us talk about one of the greatest of all time if not the greatest of all time in the other football in America I don't understand why they call that thing a football because first of all you don't kick that thing much right the person who usually kicks the ball is what they call a quarterback a quarterback I don't know who to compare them to in other sport. So basically, a playmaker. He's the one that's it. He or she in rare circumstances. But in this case, he um, is the one that sets the play. He's usually the captain of the team. He is the, um, the, he's the offensive. He is the backbone of the offensive line. He starts the, the play. He ensures that he, what they call... The, the receivers get the ball in what they call an end zone. An end zone is like the, the section where you, when you get in, you score. It's not like rugby, where rugby it's what they call a try line and you have to put the ball onto the ground after you cross the try line. Whereas the touchdown, you have to cross the line with the ball still in your hand without dropping it. A drop is called what they call a down. I'm just breaking down, you know, American football to you. The plays that go on where you see this guy that they call the quarterback or the playmaker is called the playbook. So what happens in the playbook is it's different styles of play that is agreed upon by the coach and the quarterback in how to move the ball from one side of the, 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 like the, 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 the pitch to the other, which is the end zone or a touch the, the touchdown you know touchdowns give i'm not too sure is that five points and then kicking the ball into the field goal is three points um very long games um very highly sponsored games um it's um has some of the highest paid athletes in the world still very fucking racist sport um from what i've seen love the game I've played the game on a few occasions. I um, played it on, on on phone, on PSP. If you remember the PlayStation Portable, I've played it on PS2. I've played it on the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, the PS4. Wanna play it on the newer generation consoles? If you know what game I'm talking about, I'm talking about Madden NFL. Um, it's the franchise game to the sport that I'm about to be talking about. Um, notable teams in the NFL. Um, the, the New England Patriots. You 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 see who I'm talking about in a minute. Tampa City, uh, the Tampa City uh, Buccaneers, very notable team. The Panthers, another very notable team. The Raiders, um, the Raiders is more of a pop culture team. Um, the Steelers, these are I'm talking about teams that have kind of made an impact in the NFL franchise thing, and as well as actually have played in what they call a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl is basically a penultimate final between the team that did well in the east of the USA and the west. So an east and west type of conference. And people will be like, oh, what, what about the south and, and, and the north? Separated by that line. So 
the, it's stretched basically and then there's one east conference and there's the west conference and then they play in this final and then this final is usually a very spectacular you know event there's usually a performer you've had the likes of tina turner prince beyonce north this year it was the weekend you've had who basically perform their chart they they their chart topping songs some usually opt for singing the national anthem it depends on the request of the nfl so be, because it's business run it's run by like you know rich white men very very rich white men you know who have loved the sport for generations you know it's throwing pigskin around i mean who doesn't love a bit of you know tackling and psychic by the way a sack is when they tackle you throw you to the ground um basically any tackle in um, nfl is legal even a close even what they call a close line is pretty much legal the only thing you're not allowed to do is kick and punch you know i think that's it you're allowed to do ankle taps like they do in rugby you're allowed to do tackles you know over like on the you know the chest area the torso area on the, you know around the head area which is why there has been a history of concussions in the NFL that have had very long-term effects on the athletes. Um, if you check out Concussion, which is a movie that was played by Will Smith, he was playing a, um, a pathologist who was actually studying the, the, the direct association between long-term injuries sustained in the head during NFL, the NFL career and and you know and you know and these other things like delirium and you know basically symptoms of like long-term concussions you know and continuous concussions so basically i know i'm just waffling around but you know the whole point of sports made simple is for me to actually educate people more on sports especially sports that i have very good knowledge on already you know, with basketball, I would have been able to explain it to you, but we'll get there back to that as well anyway, because we'll be marking also a very sad anniversary, you know. But generally, this is that's basically how American football works. So in the, the, the Super Bowl, you play this game, uh, you know, what happens, happens. It's very competitive sport. Um, at the end um, of the thing, they receive what they call the Super Bowl. And then the Super Bowl is a ring, you know, they get in the form of a trophy. And then <clears throat> they get what they call rings, just like in basketball, where they collect rings. Because the USA has this obsession with jewelry as, you know, association with, you know, achieving some sort of crazy landmark. So, henceforth, they will use, you know, rings. So now, there's this guy, right? Um, I think maybe if you've been watching around social media for those who follow me on you know instagram and you know follow me on twitter and follow me on facebook would have seen that i put a picture of this man white guy um he's been playing the sport for a very long time he's currently 47 years old which makes this feat even much more unbelievable um he's been playing the sport for probably close to 15 to 20 years probably more because he went to college or he didn't go to college. No. He went to... Played in high school. Yes. 
because he completed his high school before he went on to go play in the NFL, <clears throat> which was the National Football League. You know, they say it's the best league in the world, but it's a national league. I don't understand Americans, but okay, let's carry on for a waffle. So within this tournament or this thing or this sport of throwing of the pigskin, you know, the old yeah, oldie pigskin, is this man who managed to go to this final I was just talking about now. He went to it, I think, more than 10 times. And out of that 10, more than 10 times that he went to it, I think he went to it like, is it 15 times? He went to 15 finals. Maybe I'll talk about it in my next show if I'm doing another GOAT edition. But I just wanted to brief you on this particular sport. Very, very intriguing sport. He went to like all these finals and he managed to win seven fucking rings. I don't know if you guys understand how much of a feat that is. For a guy who is 47 years old, for how, if you just listen to how I explain the sport, football is a very, is what we call a team sport of epic proportions. They have very big teams. Football teams are teams that span to more than 30 players in a single team. So you have different like teams that are there. You're competing with different other talented, if not equally talented players who are younger sometimes, younger, stronger, faster. He is 47 years old. By the design of any player, is it 47 or is it 37? He's very old. You know, he's very old. I'm not very clued up on the sport myself, but I do know that this guy is between, he must be in his late 30s or he must be in his late 40s. That's all I know. If you don't, I mean, like I said, I'm just here to make it simple. But from what I've seen, without even doing my Googles, with just me watching ESPN, listening to other podcasts, reading on social media, seeing the boys that I've been talking to who actually watch this fucking sport, and this guy is in a certain age. And I just explained this is a high contact sport. There are people who get long-term concussions. People who die from going crazy because of brain damage that was sustained from banging their heads too much against, you know, the floor from very ridiculous tackles. I mean, if you've watched movies like, you know, Border Boy, The Longest Yard, Gridiron, those are movies that explain the sport very well. Very beautiful movies. Um, forget about the Titans. Very beautiful movie about like this sport. But if you watch that, it's a very intense sport. Very family brotherly like because of how firstly it's a large team. And there's a lot that you go through in order for you to just play where you play. You know? So, for a man of that age to win seven times, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. It's unbelievable. It is not okay for us to think that this guy is completely human for doing that. You know? It is crazy that even at this age, he continue to be that competitive and be a very 
integral part in a team winning, you know, a ring. It, they couldn't even imagine ever winning, winning, you know. For that particular reason, <clears throat> we chose to speak about Tom Brady today. Incredible athlete, you know, he's had his controversies in terms of his ideology. You know, he was a, he was a stance, um Trump supporter. I don't even think that was from his, you know, knowledge. Because he doesn't really understand politics much. He is a dunderhead, but he is a very, very astute sportsman who has contributed a lot to, to you know, global sport. Um, you can put him amongst, if you listen to the previous episode um, that I had, the GOAT edition. He's amongst those, you know, he's amongst Cristiano Ronaldo, who has won the Champions League five times. Is it five times? Or is it four times? It's four or five times. Yeah, he's won it, and he's won the Ballon d'Or five times. Lionel Messi has now got the record six times. Tiger Woods has won every single... PGA Tour known to man. He's won it. And he's the first guy to do it, I think, in a single calendar year. Also an incredible feat. If you've seen how tedious golf is, you know. Session Tenduka is another legend of the game, of world sport. Serena Williams, the only woman in that category. I can probably put uh, Biwombek as well. You know, Marta from, you know, the Brazilian female national team as the greatest of all time in terms of sport, generally. And, you know, the late Kobe Bryant, which, you know, a few weeks ago marked the, you know, the unfortunate tragedy of one of the greatest of all time in this bureau, in that sport. Kobe ball, basketball. I promised you guys an episode. It will come soon. But yeah. Another Michael Phelps, that's another legend, 18 gold medals. I keep raving about this because people don't realize how difficult it is <clears throat> just to score a medal in the Olympics. It's very difficult because qualifying for Olympics are also very difficult. It takes time, it takes patience, it takes a lot of fucking insanity. You have to be going through a fucking lot to be wanting to compete to you know, going to the Olympics because they're very, very almost superhuman times that they said for you to qualify into the Olympics because the people who go into the Olympics are almost superhuman. You know, we think of our very own Kasta Semenya Wade van Yerkek. You know, we think of Mo Farah from the UK. Um, there are a lot of athletes, you know. You think of the retired Usain Bolt, you know, um... Um, Johan Blake. Uh, so, it's it's crazy, you know. When we think of goats, anyway, like greatest of all time, like I said, Serena Williams in cricket is Session Tenduka. You know, um, like it's it's madness to see a player or a athlete want to carry on. Competing, and I uh, forgot to mention honorable mention to LeBron James as well. But yeah, an F1, 
you know who I'm going to talk about. It's Lewis Hamilton, who recently just renewed his contract. I think it was yesterday or the day before. With So, yeah, two days ago, I renewed his contract with uh, Mercedes AMG. Um, it's one of the largest contracts, or if not, one of uh, if not the largest contract ever given to an individual sportsman he deserves it um he broke very big records um competed with his his idol his all-time idol i think everybody's idol in terms of racing and he's doing well in one of his dream cars because he says he's always wanted to drive the williams or the mercedes-benz his whole life and he gets to do that professionally and he gets to break records and maybe continue to see him break more records change the way that we ever we look at f1 not just as this boring motorsport thing that sounds like cars sound like you know mosquitoes but you know like a sport that is much more taken a bit more seriously you know and not just seriously also like the aesthetics of f1 you know to be a bit more integrated again you know like how there was a generation of kids who all wanted to wear ferrari caps and ferrari stuff because of like michael schumacher may it be the same with lewis hamilton you know may you continue to inspire generations of your like he did with charles leclerc and verstappen you know and yeah it's 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 great to see a black man win particularly in that sport that has always been white dominated and you have to have a lot of money to start there because you have to start with what they call go-karting you know it's very rare to have access to things like that man you know but that's why i put him amongst the goats he still managed to be you know historically disadvantaged because he's a person of color and still managed to be one of the greatest if not the greatest to ever do it in the car i mean seven times as a five-time champion that's no jokes man that's no fucking jokes you know and yeah may continue to, to kill shit you know may he become a tom brady may we all become like tom brady and may continue to carry on man age is just it's just a biological number you know for as long as allah god or whoever you believe in gives you the strength to carry on the resilience to do what you need to do i think you can continue playing sport for a very long time i mean we are hearing people defy you know uh modern day biology by playing beyond what we usually call the death trap of sport especially in like sport like football soccer where um you usually start playing at the age of like 30 30 to 32 because your body can't take it anymore, you know, you get injured a lot. But we've seen that there's been a paradigm shift where now people usually retire after 38. You know, people like Giggs, Lampard, um, Terry, they retired all after 35. You know, some people are still very unfortunate with injuries like Nagelsmann who was forced early in his career and ended up being one of the youngest coaches in Europe. Actually, not one of. He is the youngest coach in Europe. He's 36 years old, for fuck's sakes. So, you know, it's... Age is really just a number in terms of sport. You know, you can carry on. I mean, if you're saying about 
was still running at that age. He was over, he was well over 30 plus. He was in his 30s, mid-30s. And he was still killing the record the way he was killing it. So I honestly believe that there is no cap to sport, you know. Unless, you know, you have like a history of like bad injuries. Or you do something really fucked up to your body. You know, like a diet, like changes dramatically. Or something really bad happens to you you contract a disease that limits or forces you to stop being as athletically able to do things so you know i believe like you know age really is just a number it's just a figure tom brady proved that lebron james is proving that cristiano ronaldo is definitely proving that juan luigi buffon is proving that and amongst other athletes who are well over their ages but it seems like they're just hitting their peaks right now. You know? Um, it's it's crazy. You know? I personally... Oh, yeah. Another crazy fact. Another crazy factoid before we leave. Did you guys know that Tampa City Buccaneers, the team that recently won, which is why I mentioned the name in the beginning if you were listening. This is a competition. You know? I would have just asked the question. But did you know that Tampa City Buccaneers and Manchester United are owned by the same family? <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> yeah. The family that owns them are the Glazers. Anybody who knows me knows that I am a... Can't mention my team. I'm sorry. Anybody who knows me knows that I am a supporter of Manchester United. I'm, there, I said it. I'm a supporter of Manchester United. Um, might I might lose a couple of followers after this. Or I might gain more. It depends on which side, you know. But uh, I'm a Manchester United fan. And if you know my stance on the Glazers, you know I hate them. Because they don't understand the game. You know, they don't understand the beautiful game. I once said that I'm going to call football the beautiful game. Call the other one football. Because Americans want to take over that name. But the Glazers own the Buccaneers, um, the Tampa City Buccaneers. They have a consortium of like sorts where they own um, different sports franchises to try and take forward the, the whole thing, the whole idea of um, football, I mean, sport franchising. And sports, um, basically a sport economy. They basically saved both of these teams from absolute debt. Um, Tampa City was not doing very well. This is despite them being a, um, a team based in Florida. And Florida is a very affluent area. And then Manchester United, obviously Manchester is a fairly middle class, upper middle class uh, type of place. Um, it's not as affluent as, you know, as London, you know, parts of London and yes, but it's more very, very factory like, like Blackpool and Liverpool, you know, I know my geography is, I think, fairly good, but yeah, um, so Tampa City and Manchester United owned by the same person, so we would like to congratulate once again Tampa City for winning, I think this is their first ring. In NFL history, if I'm not mistaken, for winning their first ring. Um, um, Tom Brady for winning his seventh and for certifying himself as the, the greatest to ever play that sport. 
That's for damn sure. I don't think there's anybody better than him. That's for damn fucking sure. You know? Um, from my limited knowledge of football, American football, I don't think there's anybody better than him. You know? And from what I've watched, because in South Africa, we don't have much access to NFL. Until recently when they brought back ESPN. And, you know, in previous years when there was still ESPN back in the day, when people were still trying to find their feet around the thing, it, it was crazy. You know? Um, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable that, you know, these smaller screens and these broadbands and these Wi-Fi's connect us to other sports of other places that we don't know who knows i might start covering lacrosse and, and table tennis on this fucking podcast i'll fuck around with me too much i might even cover like frisbee throwing <laughs> and darts and billards yeah because they're all sport in it and i'm i don't discriminate against sport you know so continue coming through here this is my this was the nfl edition basically right so yeah so please continue listening to us continue streaming continue engaging we had a zombie tribe you see you see us everywhere just say zombie tribe you know zombie is in the walking dead uh, yeah the undead day zombie tribe you google it you check it on google you find it We're on anchor fm check us on anchor you can check us even there on apple with it can you must streamers there on 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 on, on spotify huh? and you can stream us everywhere you know we'll come through new shit you know soon enough but just continue streaming us keep listening keep listening to the show we're only getting better and better for y'all but thank you so much for being here for 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 for, for the support you know what i'm saying I want all of you guys to be i'm a top seven just like brady to be the best no matter the effing age man age really don't matter unless we're talking about consensuality in terms of sexual you know relations then yes that's where it matters but in terms of working hard in terms of carrying on age will not age must not define you there you must continue just continue to grind you know let tom brady let lebron james Cristiano ronaldo and other players of a certain age and a certain strata inspire you guys may they may they install confidence in you guys thank you very much like i said continue streaming our shit go follow my go follow me men like esto on twitter follow me on facebook you'll find me on the zombie tribe uh, page i'm i'm usually interacting there with my people you can find me on instagram fidel underscore tema t-h-e-m-a and then you can check me out. We can talk. Let's engage. Ask questions. If you want me to add another sport, you can do that. You want me to add badminton? I'll do that. You want me to add snail racing? I add that shit too. You want me to add lacrosse? I add that fucking shit too. You guys want me to add table tennis? Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's get it. But yeah, thank you very much. I love you guys. Remember, sport fucking rules. No matter what, peace.